The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, the go home episode to Raw went down last night. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. And uh, and of course, know that uh, this week we got a pretty busy week coming up here because check it out on Wednesday night, tomorrow night, we've got a W recap live tomorrow night. Thursday, we've got the numbers don't lie exclusive to Frendo Club TV members. So Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson at five dollars. You can vote right now on uh, what you think of Kevin Nash's wrestling ability, his promo ability. What do you think his legacy's like? How you feel he stood up in kayfabe versus other wrestlers? And then uh, watch us live on Thursday as we uh, uh, talk about that, give our own input, and then we decide definitively what number of a wrestler Kevin Nash is. Correct. On In the going in raw math scale. And then uh, on Friday night, we are, uh, we've got a rampage watch along. For the first, the first dance, first dance is what they're calling yes, it. Yes, first dance, uh, because CM Punk's going to be there. Oh, thousand and percent. it's very, very exciting 
uh, the AEW debut of CM Punk after what has it been seven, seven eight years. years away from wrestling? More than seven years, like seven and a half years. Crazy. Uh, so yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. And uh, so that's crazy. And then uh, afterwards, we'll be doing our recap of that and SmackDown. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, of course, we'll be watching SummerSlam Mm -hmm. live and doing our recap of that. And Mm -hmm. then on Sunday, it's going to be a bit more kickback. We're just going to watch. We're going to watch TakeOver all together. Yeah. And and, 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 and that's going to be. We're not going to recap it afterwards. We'll talk about that on Monday. Let's be honest. NXT is kind of... uh, (laughs) kind of dying anyway so yeah this might kind of gonna, be the swan yeah. song for nxt as we knew it we got a right here from cult the holic thank you so oh much oh my goodness good did you see they had like an article written on them that's awesome in, uh, forbes wasn't it like forbes or something yeah it was forbes that's pretty cool what's that's pretty up cool. where were what, what were you guys doing over at cult holic oh it's tuesday so they were they had see you next tuesday on today yeah yeah did they what did did pachiti watch number jacks okay. Is he ever going to do that? I don't think so. I don't think oh, so. Oh, and then Thursday night is the Smash Zone over here. Yeah. Uh, where we watch a bunch of stuff. But yeah. we're not going to watch Number Jack. We're going to get Pachiti on the stream to watch Number Jacks. Yes. 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 Anyways. Anyways, welcome. let's talk. Welcome. Let's talk Raw. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, it, you, you could have swapped this week's episode with last week's episode, and it kind of would have been more or less the same thing. Um, yeah, it was literally just the same. Thing, it was dude. so much copy and paste. So much of it uh, felt completely and totally inconsequential. Really, mm-hmm. the only story beat that I can recall here of any consequence happening last night was RK Bro after kind of not being a thing for what a week, yeah, or a thing again. That's it. I I didn't even know that it wasn't a thing because, like, literally, he RKO'd him, and everybody looked happy about it. Like commentary was yelling, "Oh, RKO, RK Bro is back!" Yeah, and uh, and I was like, "Oh, Riddle looks happy. They all look fine and happy." And then uh, to 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 you know, hey, let's beat this thing in the ground. Randy Orton says, "Guess what? It's not a thing." Everybody wants to know why RKO'd him. I was like, "Yeah, I thought it was out of affection." And that what he do? So, I don't know. but yeah. like like the show opened the same exact way it opened last week with Randy yeah. Riddle interrupting yeah. him, AJ and Amos after that. Yeah, I mean, so much of it was was copy and paste, and this is like your go home for what you want to be essentially summer WrestleMania. I know WWE has problem with go home shows; they have for a long time. But like, this is your last sales pitch to mm-hmm. would be viewers for this show. Yeah, and and there's nothing compelling here, really, or very little less compelling. Man, yeah, there's not a lot of great stories going into it, and like you said. They have not really had a great track record on, you know, episodes leading into pay-per-views that go home episodes. Um, you know, you got to just got to wait for the pay-per-view and hopefully it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, that does suck. It sucks. But uh, but, you know, it, I don't know. It It is what it is. I thought that, you know, the the bit where Randy sort of declared, hey, yeah, we're back. I thought that was that was pretty cute. That was pretty adorable. Yeah. Riddle Riddle is he is pretty damn over with that crowd and i think that'll just that's going to continue to go who knows if goldberg signs another contract it wouldn't shock me necessarily if next year is there any chance lars on a scale of one to ten what do you think goldberg versus riddle next year at SummerSlam? yeah i think that's a good chance like i mean i'm about SummerSlam, but at some point next year yes goldberg versus riddle yeah because uh, I, I read a headline only today. going higher and higher i read a headline today i i don't remember where it's from exactly 
where Goldberg said, I think I saw it somewhere on Twitter scrolling through, but it was like a, apparently, oh, here it is. It's on Fightful. Uh, this was the headline, Goldberg on Riddle. Sometimes he's a prick, but he has a passion for the business. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's totally happening then. Okay, yeah, Riddle's been sort of on this make good tour now where he made good with Seth Rollins because who knows, he might change brands, who knows. So this um, is this is from an interview with uh, DAZN. Uh, okay. This is, this is what Goldberg said. The cocky kid spouting off his mouth at the beginning, and I didn't appreciate it very much by any stretch of the imagination, but the guy has put in a lot of freaking work, hard work, sorry, and a lot of hard work, and he's dedicated his life to this business. Whether I like him as a human or not, I have to understand appreciate his passion for the business and his work ethic because he works hard, and that I appreciate as an athlete and as a human. Is he a prick sometimes? Absolutely, but that's him. That's his character, and so am I. <laughs> like that Goldberg views his character as a prick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like basically a man child um so yeah uh, i would not be shocked if 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 that happens yeah okay okay yeah they they made good there's gonna be dude there's gonna be video coming out afterwards on the dot com or on some documentary or oh, something after, where they're after cool. summer slam really where, where riddle walks up to goldberg yeah and goldberg just kind of says maybe slightly mockingly but in character yeah hey bro hey bro and riddle, yeah. and riddle can and he'll be like oh <gasps> He'll be all freaking out about it. So, yeah, it's clear that they do have something like Vince McMahon obviously likes Riddle and, and he's figuring out that Riddle can connect with the crowd in a pretty big way. So it's kind of interesting to see. You know, I kind of feel like uh, uh, last night and probably at SummerSlam are two moments you could look back or and, and next week rather or this coming week at SummerSlam are going to be two moments you're going to look back on because I feel like they're totally winning those tag titles. Yeah, they are. Those, I mean, here's the thing, too. Sorry I'll, to say this real quick. I think I know we're still – five months away from the rumble, but you got to consider riddle as they do this Orton story, right? As one of the front runners, at least on the raw side of things to win that rumble, if they're a team up until riddle wins that rumble and that's mm-hmm. what starts splitting them up and, and, and riddle mm-hmm. can have a really decent feud with Orton between the rumble and mania. Yeah. That's the way you build them up. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you could even, you could maybe if you have a transitional champion, get that title on Orton leading into mania and you got Riddle versus Orton. Mm-hmm. I mean, given the reaction and given how much Vince obviously loves this whole story right now, that's totally plausible. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that works out because I thought that that stuff obviously was was pretty strong, even though you're right. Like, it, it, it was the exact same way they started off last week. Um, but, you know, the whole moment where Riddle says, we're going to challenge you guys at SummerSlam, I thought it was pretty impressive, like Riddle showing – that he has that intensity, mm-hmm. you know, he all, he's always had it in the ring. Yeah. And, and on top of that, he does the comedy stuff, which people really feel, people really feel him as a character. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really have something going there. Somebody, they, the crowd really is having a hard time feeling as a character. On the other hand is Nikki Ash, Nikki ASH. Um, you know, you and I have both felt that given the right story, they could really do something killer with Nikki ASH. Yeah, totally. This isn't the right story though. I still feel like she's going to retain at SummerSlam. I think so too, but I, I, I'm having a hard time really ascertaining what exactly the, sto- the story they're telling is because I feel like it's all week. To- I feel like it's literally segment to segment, week to week. You know, it is. It, here, here's what I think the deal is. I think that they feel that Nikki is going to. They're planning on her having this huge moment at SummerSlam where she overcomes the odds of both Rhea and Nikki. I'm sorry, and Charlotte. Yeah. And 
They didn't, and they're like, okay, does it really matter how we built that? We have to make sure that she doesn't look too weak, so they had her we, uh, win against Charlotte. But she can't look too strong either because she took losses to both of them, yes. Right. And the thing is, it's not really making her look anything, you know? Yeah. And the crowd's over it, and what's hurting her really is, I feel, her cringy promos every single week that are the exact same thing and with the exception like this week she had that moment where charlotte was mocking her and thank god they had nikki act on that Mm -hmm. i think if they're able to explore the fact that nikki comes from being that sanity persona and that can still come through sometimes Mm They'd have something good, yeah. but they're incapable of understanding that. Oh, totally. Um, they just finally released two merch shirts for her. So she's winning. She's going to win that match at yeah. SummerSlam because yeah. they want to try to get as much out of it. And maybe a big win like that, maybe that match alone will help turn people on her. But if she comes out, they're all afterwards and just gets in the middle of the ring and drops the promo about having confidence. And even you could be almost a superhero. No, people are going to start booing that crap because yep. it's so condescending and it's yep. so disingenuous. I, I can't stand that stuff. And it's the same thing we've heard for weeks on it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's the same thing, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, I thought the... Uh, uh, I guess we could just dive into yeah, it. Yeah, dive no, into the, it. There's the thing really... is, there's nothing else that stands out. No. Like, no. I mean, we can talk about the Goldberg-Lashley face-to-face really quick. 
Yeah. That's just standard, standard go-home math is Goldberg stands tall. Lashley's going to win at SummerSlam. Yeah, totally. I mean, they're uh, – yeah. It, there's, again, there's nothing not terribly compelling about it. There's not. There's just not, at least from my perspective. You know, so much of the, a lot of a lot of the story beats in terms of 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 Goldberg kind of doing this for his son is similar to what they did with his feud with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you know, and like I feel like MVP and Lashley are trying to make this feel like it's not just the like the 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 outcome is 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 already you know obvious to everybody because it is. Yeah, it's clear as day yeah. that Lashley's yeah. going to win. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that gives me pause about that is that I don't. I mean, Goldberg bringing his son into this is Goldberg at the last minute going to be like, "Hey, my son's out there. I got to win this." I don't think he will. I don't think so but, he will either. I mean, I, I understand that he could potentially renegotiate his deal, but his deal is for two matches a year, and this is the second match of the year. Yeah, I'm still not going to put all my confidence points on Goldberg. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry, on Lashley, yeah. Um, I'll, it'll be a high amount. It'll be a high amount. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to put them all there because I just his son's there. And has he, as it, last time his son was there, what, that was a thing against Lesnar, is that right? Yeah. And Lesnar uh, beat him, right? Yeah, after Goldberg beat him at Survivor Series, Lesnar beat him. Right, at, right, at, right. Mania, yeah. At Mania, yeah. So I don't know, but he—I guess his son got to see him beat the fiend, which is—I guess he got to see that. Well, and Lesnar too before he lost to him. Yeah, yeah, and Lesnar. Yeah, survivors. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but the fiend was relatively recently. It was like two years ago. Yeah, it seems like so I don't long know. ago, but yeah, it was relatively recent. Yeah, um, but yeah, I—I I, I don't know. He's got a son out there. We'll see. We'll see on that one. Uh, let's just go ahead and uh, and start this yeah. thing off. So, yeah, Orton opens Raw. And by the way, my notes are, are pretty much uh, cliff notes here. Uh, so uh, he says, people have been asking why I hit Riddle with an RKO. They've uh, been saying, hey, he just wanted to help. He wants to be your friend. He says, that's the problem, though. I don't need friends. Last week, I'd have beaten AJ Styles with or without Riddle. You guys need to remember I'm a 14-time world champion. I did that all by myself. I don't owe anyone anything. I don't know. I don't owe anyone an explanation. I'm Randy Orton. I'm the Viper. I'm the Apex Predator. Monday Night Raw is still my territory, and I'm going to prove it to Amos. Uh, that man is not to be taken lightly. He's a monster. He is an undefeated force of nature, and I have it on good authority. He's also a bit of a jackass. Uh, he says, what a mess I've gotten myself into. Crowd starts ch- chanting, RKO and Orton says, yeah, you know what? You're right. I know what I'll do. This is actually pretty clever. He says, I'll hit that son of a bitch with the three most devastating letters in sports entertainment and R K bro. And then Matt Riddle's music hits, which yeah, starts so, with bro. So uh, Riddle comes down and says, Randy, you're right. Randy, you, you don't have to explain yourself. Uh, I know why you hit me with the RKO. Uh, Randy says, I doubt that. Yeah, Riddle says, well, at school, I wasn't always the best, so it took me a hot second to realize that that you were trying to teach me. I've been doing RKOs in your honor, so you had to come back and hit me with one to show me the proper way of doing it, teach him a lesson. And he says, I've learned my lesson, and I was thinking they could uh, give this team thing another chance. 
Uh, Randy, you need me in your corner against Amos. So let's bring back RK Bro. And before Orton can really answer, AJ and Amos interrupt. Uh, AJ says, how about RK? No. No. He says, uh, I, don't, I don't think anybody cares about why Orton RKO'd Riddle. Uh, says, hey, Randy, maybe try RKOing yourself. It really doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. He says, last week his loss meant nothing, or his win had meant nothing. He had help. If it hadn't been for that turd riddle, he wouldn't have won. But that's okay, because no one will save him from Amos. He will defang the Viper. But why should Amos have all the fun? He says, I'm sick and tired of hearing Riddle saying, bro, I want to break his jaw so the doctors have to wire it shut. And let's do a match right now in the ring. And Riddle says, okay, Skipper. I like still calls him Skipper. Yeah, that's a good that's a good bit. He accepts. Says uh, with Randy in his corner, he's unbeatable. He says, "Come down and take this thrashing at the hands of RK Bro." So that match was yeah. next: Riddle versus AJ Styles. And the problem, of course, is that uh, at the very start of this match, before the bell even uh, rang, Orton was like, "No," and uh, and he walks away. He seems a little bit conflicted, but. He ends up leaving, yeah. uh, leaving Riddle pretty sad, deflated before this match. Uh, so the finish saw Riddle going up top for a floating bro. It was a good match. It lasted a while. It was yeah. my, my Jack Spade notes. Good match. Uh, and then so Riddle goes up top to try to hit a floating bro. But, of course, the monster Amos is down there, and he, Riddle just can't take his eyes off him because he's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. AJ's able to take advantage of that, hits him, lowers him into position from the top into Styles Clash position, Hits said Styles Clash for the win, and uh, and then we find out uh, in a backstage interview after this next. So after that, we just get that the the carbon copy Nikki Cross interview. I am not going to oh. talk about it again because it was the exact same thing as last week. Yeah, it's a standard Nikki Cross. It, yeah, yeah. Interview. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. Have confidence in yourself. Yeah, you, you yeah, just need to anybody, bring the courage out, and you can do. We can all be superheroes. Work for me. It can work for you. Tonight Terrible. I have confidence that I can beat Rhea and hold on to the Robins title at SummerSlam. Yeah, so after that we had a Riddle interview. Uh, he says when Randy was gone for two months, he didn't give up on RK Bro. And when even when Randy hit him with an RKO last week, he didn't give up on them. But tonight, he says Randy walked out, left me by myself. I just feel so sad. I'm sad, bro. Yeah, he really did seem sad. He did seem sad. Um, uh, after that, we had Nikki Cross versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, Charlotte was on commentary here. Rhea ended up getting the win with the Riptide. And after the match, uh, Nikki attacked Charlotte after Charlotte's standing there mocking her and, and doing the fake crying thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte gets in the ring to kind of escape her. And then Rhea attacks Charlotte. They kind of gang up on her. And Charlotte goes running out of the ring. We picked that story up a little bit later on yes. in the show. But first, we've got Jinder. And his dudes backstage, he says, I've afforded both of you the privilege of being on Raw under my learning tree. Drew is still standing. You have failed me. Whenever I get close, he pulls out his sword and he threatens to dismember me. He threatens (laughs) my limbs and your lives. (laughs) And your lives. He says, tonight, you two in a handicap match against Drew. This is our last chance to get his sword. And at SummerSlam, without Angela, he will crumble. I know. That's pretty great. I love I love Jinder, man. I think he's terrific. Yeah, yeah. Jinder can be pretty fun. Uh, next, we have an MVP interview uh, talking about the uh, Goldberg and Lashley at SummerSlam. So you can expect two of the most explosive forces WWE history face to face. Oh, sorry, that's tonight. Just five days before SummerSlam, the last time Goldberg was on Raw, Goldberg speared him. It was insult to himself and Lashley. 
and Lashley does not take insults lightly. He says, uh, "In you know that could happen at SummerSlam or it could happen tonight." I noticed that MVP was getting some flack on Twitter for specifically requesting unseasoned chicken breast from oh, the intern who yes. was going to go get his food. Yeah, he says unseasoned chicken breast. <laughs> that made me kind of laugh. That is uh, that too. So then we had Drew versus Veer and Shanky. Uh, Drew. Uh, pretty much dominated this. It's a yeah. claymore to Shanky yeah. after hitting Veer with the future shot, getting him out of the way. So afterwards, of course, Jinder tries to approach and Drew gets Angela out and he gets on the mic and he's so good, man. He's getting so over with, uh, mm-hmm. you know, playing up with the crowd. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, he says, hey, Jinder, you're not going to have your goons at your side at SummerSlam. And he says, oh, what's that, Shanky? You want to say something? So he kneels down next to Shanky and he acts like Shanky's trying to give him some Because Shanky's some unconscious still at this point. <laughs> yeah. He says, what's that? You want to say you're sorry and you wish you could be as confident and sexy and badass like Drew McIntyre? You realize the error of your ways and you hope Drew beats Jinder at SummerSlam? He says, uh, what did you think would happen, Jinder? You screwed my chance, my only chance to get that WWE title back and money in the bank. You know I had to hurt you. I'm going to maim you. I'm going to humiliate you at SummerSlam. I'm going to create a moment at your expense. But maybe I'm being overconfident. Let's ask San Antonio by a show of hands. Who here thinks Jinder's going to win? Of course, nobody raised their hands. Yeah. And he says, who knows Drew is going to win? And he says, all my confidence points are on me, Drew McIntyre, or something like that. Yeah. So well, he says, uh, 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 Drew says, the votes are in. It appears, gender that you are screwed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. After that, we get uh, Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville backstage. Charlotte walks in and she says, I was just out there doing my job and Nikki attacked me. And Sonia says, well, you got you got two options here. Either you wait till Saturday to get payback at SummerSlam or you find yourself a partner. We'll sanction a tag match for you. And Charlotte goes, no, doesn't work for me, brother. I don't play don't well with others. Me, brother. And Sonia says, take it or leave it. <laughs> I got to appreciate that. Hardball. Yes, exactly. Uh, uh, we got the same Elias video package we got last week, but we'll get another one later on. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, next up, we had the debut of Moy. <laughs> Moist TV. I don't care. I love Morrison. Yeah, I Morrison's think pretty absolutely great. great. We had Moist TV. He says, uh, last week we all experienced a moist miracle when Miz stood up on healthy legs and ran away. I haven't talked to him in a week, but like me, you're probably all thirsty for answers. And so we have the Miz. So Miz goes for a hug. Morrison isn't quite having it. Mm-mm. But Miz gets on the mic and he says, I'm so happy to be your first guest on Moist TV. And uh, Morrison said, let's get straight to the hard-hitting journalist questions here. Miz, what's your favorite movie? And Miz says, well, of course, the Marine franchise, all those Marine movies I was in. He was like, oh, yeah, solid acting in those movies. Speaking of acting, were you pretending to be injured? Yeah. <laughs> Miz says, hold on a second. Have I ever lied to you? Nope. No. Correct. Have I ever used you? No. Correct. Would I ever fake an injury? Nah. Well, what do you mean, well? Maybe. uh, He says, well, everyone here knows I'm not a liar. And then Damien Priest interrupts. 
Priest comes out, says, uh, I don't know what Moise is, but I like it a lot better than this clown's must-see. He says, before I go to SummerSlam and whoop Sheamus in front of the world and wild out in Vegas as the new U.S. champion, why don't you ask Miz the question, why did you pretend for weeks and let Morrison push you around in a wheelchair? And Miz hits back and he says, you're the reason my knee was injured, Priest. I've never been injured in 16-year career. So I had my first injury. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I'd been cleared a few weeks, but Morrison's like, whoa, wait a second. You were cleared weeks ago? And then uh, Miz uses your line of time being a flat circle and says, you know, weeks, days, I don't know what it was. And Morrison says, if you were hurt, if you weren't hurt, why didn't you tell me? And he says, you know what he's doing? He's doing what I do on Miz TV, spinning everything around back to us. He says, uh, Morrison says, well, what better way to make the first episode of Moist TV special but to have a match? And Miz is about it because he thinks it's going to be Priest versus Morrison. Mm -hmm. But instead, Morrison does the old swerve and says, Priest versus the Miz. Yep. And uh, Miz starts to protest and Priest pushes him in the kiddie pool. Well, the Priest says, get a ref out here. And that match happens next. Yeah. Uh, Seamus walks out to join the commentary table. Uh, Meanwhile. Uh, Miz rolls out of the ring. He's looking for a high five from Sheamus. Sheamus no sells. And Priest comes behind Miz, hits him with the bell clap. And so uh, Miz gets back at the ring. He's like, oh, my knee. Uh, he's just faking it. Uh, eventually, he gets the upper hand for a little bit. Um, and so uh, he's looking for a drip stick from Morrison. Morrison turns his back on Miz and walks Ooh. up the ramp. Uh, so uh, Miz turns around right into a clothesline from Priest. Uh, Priest follows with a bro kick while he's staring at Sheamus for the win. Afterwards, Seamus grabs the mic, says, uh, Priest, that was disrespectful. Calls him a disrespectful scumbag mm-hmm. for using his own move. Says, enjoy the moment because this can be your last moment in the spotlight. Says, this U.S. title won't touch your paws. Uh, he says, I may have a broken face, but I'm done with you. You won't even have a head on your shoulders. Uh, then we get Eva Marie and Drew, uh, Dewdrop backstage. Eva tells Dewdrop she really blew it last week. And you know, Dewdrop says, well, it was it was Lily, I swear. And Eva cuts her off, says, I don't care what you think you saw. You blew it. But luckily for her, the evolution is all about second chances. But So before uh, I take care of Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam, how about you take a trip to the playground and handle uh, Lily? Essentially, take Lily from the playground and bring it to Eva Marie. So backstage, Miz catches up with Morrison. Uh, he's mad. Morrison says... You know, I was hurt. My tag partner wasn't there. Uh, and as they make up, uh, the New Day are behind them. Mm-hmm. They have a whiteboard, and they say, buy our shirt. The Miz and Morrison ended up making up. They're okay. They're on the same page. Um, after that, we had Alexa's playground. Alexa uh, is talking to Lily about how crappy Eva Marie and the Eva Lucian is. Dewdrop shows up. She grabs Lily and says, Alexa says, I wouldn't do that. And then Dewdrop stares at Lily. That obviously has some effect on her. She gives her back, freaks out, and leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, backstage, before Mace and Mansoor have a match, we get a picture-in-picture earlier-in-the-day yep. thing where Ali says, hey, you did real good last week. And Mansoor's like, hey, I just tried to have your back. And Ali says, well, I don't need you to have my back, but you have so much to learn. So this week, as you take on Mace, I'm going to have your back. Yeah, so I'll be watching. we had that match next. Yeah. Yes, uh, Mace has the advantage early on. He misses an elbow drop. So Mansoor has got a bit of a comeback happening. He's looking for a sunset flip. Uh, Mace just kind of sits down on Mansoor for uh, cover. Ali drop kicks Mace to reverse the pin. So Mansoor has the cover. He gets the win, uh, and uh, and it's pretty great. They're, 
the the efficiency with which they're telling this this story. It's like why can't they apply this to like all their matches? I know it's got an obvious through line. You get I what's agree. going on from match from to match. The story beats make sense. And it's even like though the they're facing story the they same, have. even though they're facing the same guys, it's advancing their own story. Yep. I, I like it a lot. I think it's really good. I, I liked how clever that finish to that match mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, uh, after that, we had AJ and Amos with the interview. Uh, Amos is asked how he's going to defeat Randy. AJ starts to answer, and then Amos is like, no, bring the mic over here. Says Orton sees himself as a legend killer. Uh, but tonight, he's going to kill a legend killer that is Randy Orton. And AJ says, yeah, Amos is going to be new legend killer. He says, I beat Riddle, so I'm the moron killer. And tonight... They're going to celebrate the death of RK Bro. Bro. Uh, after that, we had Orton versus Amos. Uh, Amos, of course, as he does in most matches, sort of just dominates via sheer power. Arc, uh, Randy eventually gets an opportunity, though, for an RKO. Amos just pushes him, which sends him out of the ring as uh, the ref sort of has uh, his uh, sights on Amos. AJ kicks Orton, but the ref actually does notice that, so he DQs uh, uh, Amos. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ then takes that opportunity to get Orton up, rolls him into the ring, and Moss takes him back to the outside on the other side, and he throws him over the barricade. They bring him back in, get him ready for a phenomenal forearm. Riddle comes down, makes the save, takes out AJ with a nasty-looking V-trigger, sends him out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amos is going to get back in, but he notices how effed up AJ looks, so he's like, oh, I can't go in there to attack Riddle. My buddy's out here. He's all messed up. i got to take him back. So he puts him on his shoulder. He leaves. Orton gets on the mic and he says, you know what? In the past, I did respect you. Talking to Riddle. Mm -hmm. He says, it doesn't mean I respect you today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. But after everything you've done, after I walked out on you, after I hit the RKO on you, here you are, you still have my back. So guess what? Kid, you have my respect. RK bro is back. Riddle offers up his hand. Orton takes it, then gives him a big hug, and that shocks Riddle. Riddle says, Randy... You make me so happy. But you know what this also means? At SummerSlam, RK Bro is going to challenge AJ Styles on a Moss for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Crowd goes crazy for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we go to Gorilla Position. We get a Jeff Hardy interview, and he's asked, Why do you want another match with Karrion Cross? And he says, I'm angry because Cross attacked me after he won. So, or uh, Hardy says, I, f- I fell and I prayed to my higher power, and it was told. Uh, told him that Cross made a big mistake by disrespecting him. He says, Cross is a dangerous man, but I've lived off danger my whole career. So I'm bringing it all tonight. Uh, Cross better check his hourglass because his minutes, his, his 50 minutes were almost done. And then Karrion Cross comes behind, lays out Jeff Hardy, says TikTok, makes his way down the ring. That match was next. The match was shorter than Jeff Hardy's promo. Uh, <laughs> it was. Jeff Hardy got a couple moves off, calls for the twist of fate. Uh, uh, Cross counters that. With a cross jacket, Hardy fades and then taps out. Yeah, so he won this this rubber match here to kick off his, or this yeah to kick yeah. off his uh, his raw debut. Still not very strong. Uh, after that, backstage, even Marie 
uh, giving Dewdrop some shit for not returning with Lily. Mm-hmm. She says, you know what this is like? This is like you. This is disrespectful. It's like you walking up to me and slapping me in the face. Do you know what that feels like? And then she slaps Dewdrop. And then she slaps her a second I time. Know. Twice. Oof. Rude. And then says, well, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Rude. Uh, after that, we get this great little bit where Reggie uh, is in the park. And uh, he's talking about how his life of acrobatics got started. He says, you know, I didn't have the best uh, 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 childhood growing up. It was a pretty rough childhood. But I came here and I wanted to see how I could push myself to the limit. And as he's doing this, you got Jackass R-Truth sneaking up on him. Uh, wearing What was he wearing? Like sort of a grass out, yeah, like a hunter's yeah, outfit? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Tazawa, I think, was like uh, posing as like a garbage can. Yeah, that's correct. And uh, they try to attack him, of course. Uh, uh, Reggie does all sorts of backflips, swinging on a tree, tripping up to Zawa, and then he does, which is like all that stuff's like, oh, the that's cool. He then did, he like, the, the flip over the car was insane. Flipped over the car. That was nuts. That was nuts. And he says, too easy. He gets in the car and he drives off. He drives and off. Ruth and Zawa start arguing about it. Yeah. But yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Uh, we get another Elias video package. This time he's carrying a tombstone. Um, mm-hmm. He says, I've had number one. Hit records, songs about every city, fans you can get out of the palm of my hand. Music didn't fail uh, me. It just wasn't enough. That would be stood for Walk with Elias. But then he plants the tombstone in the ground. It says Elias with, you know, I don't know if it's kayfabe or real. You know, here he was born to 2021. He says Elias is dead. So you had a pretty cool theory in our pre-show. What do you think it's is going to go down with Elias? It's one of two things. I think uh, I think it'd be cool if if his idea was like okay, uh, music didn't fail me, it just wasn't enough. If he wants the adulation of the WB universe, maybe he'll start like a cult or something, or maybe he's going to fake his own death, like Elvis. Yeah, you know, like the rumors about Elvis. Elvis is actually dead, but you know, people thought he faked his death for mm-hmm. a number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe he'll go. He'll be he'll put on some weight. <laughs> you know. He'll transform that would be himself. Great. You know, That'd it's like be, it's like I, I, yeah. back in that one season of It's Always Sunny, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, fat, yeah. Yeah. Fat, I think that'd be pretty Mac. funny. That would be pretty funny. I like the idea of, I like both those though. Both those are really good ideas. Yeah, that could be interesting. He fakes his own death. And uh, you know, and then like he shows up like in the background of interviews mm-hmm. on the dot com or, you know, on Raw or whatever. But like he's like way in the back. It's not like Buddy Murphy was like accidentally like he's yeah, intentionally point, yeah. and like, oh, wait, is that Elias? And he's reborn as like Samson or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that could be. That's all good stuff. Uh, then after that, we got uh, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. versus Charlotte Flair and not at Jack. So I guess Charlotte was convinced that this tag match should happen. This was her only mm-hmm. recourse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Nikki is isolated early. She eventually gets the tag to Rhea. So Rhea Goes on a run against Charlotte, but then she misses a drop kick. Charlotte tags in Naya. She hits uh, Naya, hits Rhea with a Samoan drop, climbs up to the second rope, and then she's about to hit a move off there. Charlotte tags herself in, uh, boots Nikki off the apron, hits Rhea with natural selection for the win. It was a pretty short tag match. Yeah, it was, it was pretty short. Yeah. And then um, Charlotte just walks out and she's like talking trash to Naya, and, and both Nikki and Rhea are like selling the effects of Charlotte's devastating moves. So Charlotte standing tall to end that storyline last night. Yeah, nobody's happy with Charlotte at the end of that. No. Uh, after that, we had an AJ Styles interview. He says, what chances RK bro really have? Uh, or though that's the question posed. 
And he says, we've beaten every team we've been against. There's nobody left. It's just me and Amos. Five days till SummerSlam. And mark my words, Randy Orton is going to end up despising Riddle within those five days. Guaranteed. Uh, then we have our Bob Lashley versus Goldberg face-to-face. Yeah. Goldberg comes out first, uh, introduces his kid, says, uh, you know, you being able to get online watching videos of who Goldberg doesn't is, doesn't cut it. I want you to be there front row to experience who your dad is, uh, who, who Goldberg really is. So MVP and Lashley come out. MVP says, you know, you thought you could be the Goldberg of old. For the first time in your career, you've run into a guy more dominant than you, the almighty Bobby Lashley. As they approach, Lashley gets in. He gets on the mic and he says, you know, Goldberg, you should have, you could have saved yourself from the embarrassment given what I could do to you. He calls Goldberg stubborn and hard-headed. He says, and now you think you're playing by house rules, but the house always wins. I'm going to leave you with just enough to be able to tell your friends and family that you had the privilege to have your career ended by Lashley. Goldberg's lone retort for that is, that's bullshit. And then Lashley's like, yeah, I know. It's like, okay, so you can say it. There's more. They should have used, if they had one bullshit to use, they should have used it in the Orton Riddle stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, or had Nikki say it. That'd be rad if Nikki said it. Oh, that'd be something else. So uh, uh, Lashley's like, oh, it's bullshit, is it? So he goes over to MVP, gives him his title, acts a little nonchalant, totally telegraphs that he's about to attack Goldberg, which he does, but Goldberg evades the lariat attempt and instead gives him a spear and, uh, and stands tall. And then his son jumps the barricade and walks off into the sunset, up the ramp with Goldberg, and uh, the Goldberg's totally going to lose that match. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah. I want to answer some questions. Yeah. Yeah, let's answer some questions. All right, all right. Beans from the East here on Twitch says, with the success baseball had with the Field of Dreams game, W said to have initial discussions on a few offside events in 2022. Mm-hmm. What would be some good ideas for them to go with? Bring back uh, climbing the corporate tower. Do some sort of match at Titan Tower. So I thought Money in the Bank when it was there was pretty fun. I think uh, this was uh, a wrestle votes tweet if i'm not mm-hmm. mistaken mm-hmm. i saw that this morning saying that they might do some stuff yeah man i, I liked uh i'd say uh you know what let's do do a raw or a smackdown from uh in vince mcmahon's backyard oh that's good uh do something like that that'd be fun um do something uh you know it'd be cool what if they were able to close down Times square for an episode of Raw. Be very ambitious. This is actually, now that I think about, about it, this is what I want. A barge in international okay. waters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I want. That's a, You've been wanting to see that for a little while now. I have. Yeah, I think I that'd have. be pretty good. That'd be good. I have. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, um, the, the torch. Oh, the, that's good. The LA, LA Coliseum. Coliseum, yeah. Yeah, what a neat they, setup that was. They just did that. I know, pretty cool. For, should I go to the San Jose New Japan show? You're going to be in Disneyland, mm-hmm. but it's going to be, I could just hop the train, yeah. go catch some New Japan professional wrestling. Do, man. Go Front row is 300 bucks. I mean, it's cheaper than a WWE show. Right? Wouldn't that be fun, being front row at a New Japan show? 300 bucks. Hop the train. I mean, we, were, we were second row for the, the second Long Beach show, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'll see. Could be fun. Any other friendos out there going to go to the San Jose show? Uh, Mox is going to be there. Yeah, Jay White. Maybe the be there. knife pervert Osprey yeah. will probably be there. Yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. Bolthouse with the sub. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, Smurf Galloway says, just on the most handsome wrestlers, how'd you all in the Church of Friendos forget Roman? That's a good oh, point. Roman's yeah, a very good looking man. man. Yeah. 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 Handsome man. Uh, night by mm-hmm. night says this morning you wake up to discover your skin has a scaly texture Ooh. and bright purple with green accents. You think you may be turning into Barney the, the dinosaur and you're not sure how to stop it. Oh. What raw superstar do you consult with to get ideas on reverting to your proper form? Jeff Hardy. I would say, who is this, you know, this person that you're praying to? Cause he didn't specify who his God was his higher power. Yeah. His higher power. So I'd be like, who's the higher power. It's like, it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> like that's yeah. underwhelming. Yeah. What a, what an underwhelming reveal, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> right. Um, or Alexa, she's got supernatural powers. Uh, uh, John Morrison, because maybe I forgot about it, and I look at you know maybe I was out partying or something like that, mm-hmm, yeah. and I passed out, and then some people just drew, okay, you know, and so I just need hey hit me with the drip stick and see if this will wash off. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Nemo says, as of today, Loki has been Larson Libre champion for two years now. <laughs> but only has four defenses due to COVID. So what's better, a long reign or a reign with more defenses? Uh, I mean, if you have that belt, I'm not speaking, this isn't specific to Loki, but just if a wrestler has a belt for, like Dean Ambrose, he was U.S. champ for like a year, defended like three times. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that was, you know, and, and that was a situation where he just didn't defend it. It's not like mm-hmm. he wasn't there. It's not mm-hmm. like there was a pandemic happening. He just didn't creative just didn't have him defended. Yeah. And I think I, I, I kind of feel like that reign is somewhat looked down upon because yeah, he wasn't sure. defending the title. Um but you know, if you have a, a, a I'd rather have a reign that's six to eight months where I'm a fighting champion, have some really good defenses, put on some good matches, rather than having a, a belt for a year or a year and a half and only defending it like five times. Yeah, I think if you look at uh, like how many defenses did Naito have for his double championship before he lost it to Evil? Did he uh, have not a ton because there was a pandemic? It was pandemic, but it's like, oh yeah, he had it for a year. I think he had you know? the one. He had the one at the anniversary show after Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it's I think it's uh, it's strength of opponent. Like if Kofi Kingston in his six month reign had beaten a Roman Reigns, you know? Uh, I think that people would look a little bit differently on his on his title run um, and if he had a good match against Lesnar. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's, I, to me, it's, it's sort of like strength of your, of your title defenses as yeah, well. Totally. You know? That's a lot of it, yeah. Uh, White Brownie, after the draft, should WWE consider redesigning both the Universal and WWE titles? No, no, you, you, you got to You got to just stick with it. You know, eventually it'll have that, that legacy love. So yeah. I, I don't, I think, I think the title looks fine. I kind of like the titles to be honest with you. Yeah, they're all right. They're fine. Uh, D Hayes. We know Randy is going to turn on riddle, but how big of a star, excuse me, would it make riddle if he turned and later became the legend killer? If, that's a really that's a great question it's kind of tricky isn't it like you want to mess with riddle in that way like i don't know if that dude should ever be a heel because it would just be completely anti 
to what he is unless there was a really well told story mm-hmm. leading up to it where he's like, man, I've been with Randy so long. I understand how to be the apex predator now. And the only way I can do that is by attacking Randy before he can attack mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the crowd would be into that. Yeah, I don't know either. Dan Daniels, is there anyone in your life like a distant relative or whatever that you would RKO out of affection? Hilton. That's a good that's that's the best answer. He it's would Hilton. appreciate that. He would appreciate that. Yeah. It's a hundred percent Hilton. It's a thousand percent Hilton. Yeah. That's a good that's a really good one. All right. That's gonna go ahead and do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.